Donald Trump is still number one for the GOP. He still does well after polls, even more so after polls start to edge up on him in games like Carson and Rubio, and he starts to put them down, uh, really put them down. We're going to take this guy out. We're going to take this guy down, seriously, almost in a Tony Soprano-esque fashion. So Donald Trump, when he opens his mouth, the cameras roll, and he gets ratings. He gets boost to his poll numbers, but he gets ratings for radio, for television, and certainly people want to buy papers and read blogs that have to do with the Donald in his outlandish remarks. Well, he's also funny. Funny in the sense that he just, that's his, that's his what he resorts to. And his solution for everything is, ah, they're an idiot. They're stupid. They smell. They're ugly. We're going to take that one down, too. We're going to take him out. Yep. I, I can see that. Well, you know, great diplomacy. <laughs> Whoa. And sometimes when we look at the Republican field, and Donald Trump especially, it's sad, but it is humorous. It's amusing. And many people love to laugh at the Republicans, especially we Democrats, and especially some of the craziness coming out of the mouths of Dr. Ben Carson and Donald Trump. Well, there are some people that are angry about those who would like to capitalize on the humor of Donald Trump, the celebrity and name of Donald Trump, and the ability to bring in viewers, get ratings, and sell products to up those advertising dollars. There are several dozen activists that gathered yesterday in front of NBC headquarters just a few blocks from where I was at 30 Rockefeller Center. And what they were demanding is that NBC... The network rescind an invitation that was extended to GOP presidential candidate Donald Trump to host Saturday Night Live. They wanted to host Saturday Night Live on November 7th. They vowed to pressure the network's advertisers to join their cause. Now, the hashtag they tweet with is hashtag, hashtag racism isn't funny. Activists handed off petitions bearing more than 500,000 signatures asking NBC Universal to find another guest host for this week's appearance, along with a letter to the SNL executive producer Lauren Michaels and also to NBC Universal president Steve Burke. They made the same demands of all of them. The protests followed a flurry of pointed criticism from dozens of Latino advocacy groups and Hispanic politicians in recent weeks outrage that the network invited Trump to host SNL even after NBC Universal severed its business ties with the candidate for describing Mexican immigrants as rapists who are bringing crime and bringing drugs to the U.S. Now, the rally organizer is Juan Escalante. He is director of digital campaigns for America's Voice. He told reporters that Trump's harsh rhetoric spurred acts of violence against Latinos across the country. And by bringing Trump on to host a pop culture show, he said NBC would repel Latino viewers. He said, quote, Latinos do not want to see Trump's racism or his anti-immigration message being satirized. This is what he told the Huffington Post. There's nothing funny about mass deportation. There's nothing funny about separating families. There's nothing funny about calling Mexicans rapists and murderers. It's a very poor show of judgment and it's completely disrespectful to Latinos and viewers across the nation. Now, NBC Universal is not responding to the request for comment by the press at this time. 
Now, behind metal crowd control barriers at the south entrance yesterday to 30 Rockefeller Center, activists chanted slogans into megaphones like, Hey, hey, ho, ho, Donald Trump has got to go. And racism isn't funny. They also did it in both English and Spanish. In Espanol, every now and then an out-of-towner let out a cheer from a double-decker tour bus. Off to the side of the main crowd, Two people protested the protest. Oh, yes, two. I guess Donald didn't bust them in or pay him. Shouting demands to outlaw so-called sanctuary cities, jurisdictions that limit their cooperation with federal immigration authorities. Diane Atkins, one of the counter-protesters, told the Huffington Post, quote, these people here are offended because someone who's running for president upholds American sovereignty. Now, the chair of the New York Coalition of Hispanic Chambers of Commerce, Frank Garcia, told the Huffington Post that his organization had a historically strong relationship with NBC, and he praised the network's diversity program. But he said he was disappointed in the network's willingness to continue offering Trump a platform even after severing business ties with him and said his group would pressure advertisers with large Latino customers in their bases like Goya and the National Supermarket Association to stop advertising with NBC, oh, and also with Telemundo. Garcia said... That's the only way we're going to hit them through the economics. That's the only way I think NBC understands. Alex Nogales, who is the president and CEO of the National Hispanic Media, Media Coalition and one of the rally's organizers, also said he would press the show's advertisers to pull out of Saturday's show. He said, quote, this is going to cost them. They had a lot of goodwill from the Latino community when they cut ties with Trump, and here they are bringing this guy back on and making him look like a respectable, legitimate, non-racist. In fact, he's just the opposite. Now, SNL would not have invited a host who broadly characterized other minority groups as rapists or criminals. That's the contention of Nogales. And he said, quote, if it were gays and lesbians, he said anything about like this about them, or if it were Jews, if they were blacks, you know very well he would not be on the show. This shows a very unhealthy disrespect for Latinos. Latino politicians have also pressed NBC Universal to keep Trump from hosting the show. The Congressional Hispanic Caucus voted by two-thirds to issue a statement before the network uh, to rescind its invitation to the, the conservative political uh, aspiring uh, president. And U.S. Representative from uh, here in this state, Luis Guterres, a CHC member, called Trump an unapologetic racist. Now, the week before, the California Hispanic Legislative Caucus issued a similar statement, and some 40 prominent Latino advocacy groups have done the same. Other Latino activists and writers have taken a more moderate approach, even if they disagree with the show's decision to bring Trump on as a host. In an interview with The Wrap last month, actress and liberal political organizer Eva Longoria defended the show's ability to invite whoever it wants as a guest host, calling it an issue of free speech, though she also urged Latino voters not to watch it. Israel Ortega, a senior writer for Opportunity Lives, lives uh, identifies as a conservative, and he said he objected to Trump's comments about Mexican but stopped short of endorsing the campaign to pressure the network to boot Trump. He said, quote, the best way to show that the Trump rhetoric is not acceptable is to urge others not to watch it on Saturday. That's what he told HuffPost. But the idea of asking NBC to disinvite Trump just doesn't make any sense. I, I could think of someone, uh, some more important areas where we could focus our attention as a community. Now, the controversy surrounding Trump's appearance on the show has really done little to rattle the billionaire candidate. He boasted in an interview over the weekend with the New York Post that SNL invited him to host the show because he'll bring eyeballs. He said it's called ratings. I go on Jimmy Fallon. He got his best ratings. By the way, that was true.
One of the best nights he's had in years. Then I did Colbert's show. That got fantastic ratings. Again, true. He beat Fallon by a lot. Since then, NBC and I get along great. Now, the Trump campaign declined a request for comment. Before I get your take, I want to tell you where I stand. Although she was not invited to host the show, she, Hillary Clinton, was invited as a guest on the show, where she was able to laugh at herself. Now, there are those out there who believe on the right that she is responsible for the death of Ambassador Christopher Stevens and that she is a liar and a felon and are offended by her and I'm sure did not tune in to Saturday Night Live. Donald Trump is a buffoon in my opinion, but a buffoon who might end up being the Republican nominee for president. When Bill Clinton years ago was going to play the saxophone as he did on the Arsenio Hall show, there were a lot of people that didn't feel that was presidential, but it was very smart because youth thought he was cool and some turned out to vote for him. And I think you know the history of how that story ended. But when we look at Donald Trump and we don't know the story ending with the presidential election for him, when we look at the First Amendment, when we look at networks, this is how it breaks down in my opinion. NBC is risking losing not just viewers to Saturday Night Live, but to their entire network by upsetting and offending the Latino population. That's stupid. But they have numbers crunchers who might see that despite that, it's worth the ratings Donald Trump would bring in. And from a business perspective, that's smart for Saturday Night Live. Admit it. Some of you will tune in just to see this guy. Another thing is, I would not have him talk about race or immigration. He certainly has said enough things. I think you could make a whole mockery of him. You could have people dressed as and playing the roles of Ben Carson and Marco Rubio and Carly Fiorina and, and the things that he has said about them. Because remember, folks, he has said terrible things about Muslims. He said Muslim women wear burqas because their face is so ugly they have to hide them. He has said terrible things not just about Latinos. He has said terrible things about women, about Muslims, and certainly about his fellow candidates. He has the right to go on. They have the right to ask him. And we have the right not to watch it. But if we're all going to say, anytime someone says something disgusting or offensive, don't hide them from public. That's the same as cops asking for Tarantino's films to be boycotted. That's censorship. That's not what we're about as a nation, in my opinion. We have the power of censorship, and we have the power of our person consumerism. If you don't like Donald Trump, whether you're Latino or not, if you don't like what he has said about Latinos or anybody else, because he has offended many and will continue to do so, I maintain, don't watch it. Don't watch NBC. Don't buy the products they advertise. Hit them in the pocketbook. That's really where it matters. And bigger than that, Show up and vote, and don't vote for Donald Trump if you're a Republican. And if you're not, hell, don't vote for a Republican at all. That's really how you win. And then, who's laughing? All of us. At the buffoon. You get it? So let's take your calls on this. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Guys, I don't know if we can get uh, when Hillary was on the show. It was a very funny exchange. If we can find that somewhere, I kind of thought we'd have that audio for this. But do you agree with NBC's decision 
to have Donald Trump on SNL as a host. Do you agree with the decision for NBC to have Donald Trump on as on SNL as a host? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is the number. Why or why not? Like I said, Hillary Clinton gave a cameo appearance. Trump, he's getting the entire show. 8886 Leslie. Will you watch it? If Trump is on, will you watch? Why? And if not, why not? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Now, I think many of us, myself included, are saying, hey, NBC fired him as host of The Apprentice because of his racist anti-Latino views. And they're not, you know, sponsoring him, endorsing him. Why ask him back on the air after firing him? Why would you ask back a former terminated employee? Aren't they going back on their word by not permitting racists and bigots on their airwaves by doing this? In other words, is NBC the biggest of hypocrites with this move? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Would Saturday Night Live have invited a host who broadly characterized other minority groups? In other words, if somebody had made a remark against Jews, an anti-Semitic remark, a racist remark against blacks, a homophobic remarks against the LGBT community as rapists or criminals. And I would imagine they would if it was Muslims. Everybody seems to be okay with people attacking Muslims, no matter how racist, bigoted, and disgusting that is. The National Hispanic Media Coalition says, no way, do you agree or disagree, that if Donald Trump had said things against Jews, blacks, or gays, he wouldn't be there. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, multiple organizations, I, I, I named some of them, representing the Latino community are pressuring advertisers with large Latino customer bases. Goya, you know the Goya food products, the National Supermarket Association. They're saying stop advertising with NBC and Telemundo. Will this decision by NBC ultimately cost them big time dollars in the long run? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And will the growing Latino community and SNL's loyal liberal audience boycott the show? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. But Latinos being the fastest growing population, they're the fastest growing voters and consumers. Is this stupid? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. And whether you are Hispanic or not, especially if you're not looking from the out into the Hispanic community, do you feel they have a right to protest this show? After all... Trump has called undocumented immigrants rapist. He threatened to deport 11 million people from our country and even build a wall on the border of Mexico. That would not cost Mexico, as he claims, but rather America, tens of billions of dollars. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Will Trump be met with boos from the audience at SNL? And would those boos be deserved? 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543. And to be fair and balanced, shouldn't all presidential candidates be invited to host or be a guest? Hillary was a guest. Now they're inviting the Donald to host. Shouldn't all of them be invited to SNL to be fair? Not everyone would do it. I think they should. If you have one, have them all. Isn't that that equal time clause thing? Anyway, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. I've missed you. Pick up the phone and join me. I want to hear from you wherever you are, however you're listening. 888-6-LESLIE. Activists pledging to go after the SNL advertisers over to the Donald Trump appearance. You're going to watch. Is NBC right? Are they wrong? And, and, and who do you side with on this? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 to call. Tweet me. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. We'll be back right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. 
The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Because of equal time rules for television, Mr. Trump can only speak for four seconds in this promo. So let me just say this. Ben Carson is a complete and total loser. Presidential, huh? I'm Leslie Marshall. That was Donald Trump. And uh, Saturday Night Live may have him hosting. Let's take your calls on this. Will you watch? Should NBC do this? Is it terrible based on what he said? Or do do they have the right and we have the right as viewers not to watch and as consumers not to purchase the products that NBC is uh, peddling? Uh, Pick up the uh, the phone and join me. 888-6LESLIE. 888-653-7543 is the number. Uh, Let's start with Marina in New York on line one. Marina, good afternoon. Hola. (laughs) Buenas noches. Oh, hola, hola. Hi, I admire your show immensely. I am a Latina. I am now a retired educator. I used to work with Cesar Chavez in California. I do think that we should not watch Donald Trump. I would not mind if he had a cameo. I do not like the idea of him hosting. Because now, now tell me, what, tell me why. What's the difference for you for him to have a cameo or him hosting? Is it just you just don't want to see more of him? Because I know he's an entertainer. I know he's a political entertainer, and I think a lot of people really like him because he's funny and he insults people like an insult comic. And um, I think that would be okay. But to give him a hosting position as if we admire him, I think it's going a little too far, and I'll tell you why. I remember organizing... Okay, Marina, I'm not cutting you off because of what you said. Hang on, i got to take a break. Can you hang with me, sweetie? Absolutely. Gracias. We'll be back right after this. With your calls, hang tight. If you want to join us, 888-6LESLIE, talking to Donald, possibly hosting SNL, Saturday Night Live. What are your thoughts? Will you watch? And was NBC wrong to do it? We'll be back. song my guys know that uh the queen aretha well let's talk about the the king of buffoons donald trump who will be possibly appearing on saturday night live and your take on this will you watch should he be on and was nbc wrong to have him on before the break we started to talk to him we go back to marina in new york on line one marina is a latina and she said i don't mind him being on but not to host give him a cameo segment you started to tell us why marina thanks for holding welcome back Yes, I think he is. Thank you, Leslie. I think he is very entertaining in some ways, uh, except when my grandchildren are watching the news with me. And we have relatives in Mexico, in Chihuahua, in Ciudad Chihuahua. My family itself has been here for 500 years, right after the Inquisition. But we still have people who come back and forth. And we do not feel that we should be classified like that because... Actually, in central New York here, we have an active KKK in Groton and Binghamton. And we see the swastikas. And these people love Donald Trump. So we feel really hurt. And uh, we feel hurt when cleaning the toilets, 
we feel hurt when my son is working in a plant here and they order him burritos and laugh and shout, Trump, Trump, Trump. So it's a very serious way it hits local people, especially if they're tending to look down on us anyway. So I do not think he should be hosting. I think that's a little bit too much R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> and I, also, I remember when uh, Ronald Reagan was governor in California way back when, and I was working for Cesar Chavez, and in the fields I would see little children lying dead, poisoned by DDT, working illegally in the fields, lying in their own vomit in big sewer canals. And I could not understand why I had, I was only trying to organize and sing for a decent wage, and I could not understand why gun sh uh, rifles, double-barrel guns were being pointed at my neck by the Teamster thugs at that time that were being hired to chase us out of the field. And on the front cover of the San Francisco uh, Examiner, which was a more conservative paper than the Chronicle, was Ronald Reagan guzzling a bunch of grapes. And I just felt that, no, no, ya basta, enough is enough. No more disrespect. Please do not encourage this man, because there are people who I know right here in this town who will watch him hosting, and that will give him more legitimacy. And that hurts me, and it hurts my grandchildren when they see that. And they have heard the news, and they want to know why he hates us. So that, that is my opinion. I think we have a right to protest. I think we have a right not to watch. But I also think that in the best, uh, in the best um, tradition of satire and entertainment, it is to actually do the things to cause people to do the things that are right and not to laugh, to get a cheap laugh for a rating. Okay. All right. Thank you, Marina, and thank you for the compliment. We're glad to have you in our audience of listeners. Let's go next to Arizona with Jeff on line three. Hey, Jeff, good afternoon. Thank you for uh, listening. Uh, Jeff, what's your take? Okay. Um, look, uh, Donald Trump, I have the right to watch it. The lady before me, she, she could not watch it, turn it off. She doesn't have to buy their products. And if they do boycott the products, I'm going to make sure I buy two of everything that uh, – that the advertisers advertise. I mean, obviously, if it's something big, I can't buy it. But I will support the advertisers just because I have a right to do it. There's a lot of shows that I don't watch and don't support their adver the, the, their advertisers because I don't agree with their show. I don't watch them. Okay, like you said at the end of your little thing, you said, uh, "Look, we have uh, our constitutional rights to uh, uh, Donald Trump does." And it may, you might not like them, but there's a lot of us out here that do like them. And um, I appreciate you giving uh, a good 45 minutes to an hour just on Donald Trump. You, you gave him a lot of uh, airtime, and that helps him. Uh, quite a bit. So um, uh, no, I, don't, I disagree. The, most of the people listening to my show aren't going to vote for a Republican. Never mind Donald Trump. Right, but there's a lot of us that listen to your show that are not liberal uh, that are con very conservative. But honestly, like whether myself. I talk about Donald Trump or Hillary, you're going to vote for who you're going to vote for, regardless of me. Right, and you know, I don't really, uh, you know, I'm not worried about offending uh, Latinos. Okay. Uh, Donald Trump's taken out of context. Uh, the, the what you just said is that in the context of that statement, he said he was talking about immigration, and he said 
that there are gang members and people in our jails that are rapists and murderers. That's a true statement. He was not saying that everybody like the lady before or her kids. He's not saying they are rapists and murderers. So he's taken out of context quite a bit on this immigration issue. And so I wish people would at least be honest for themselves. Look, you don't have to like Donald Trump, but unfortunately, right now, it looks like he is the nominee. And you're going to have to deal with him in another six months to a year when he uh, comes up against Hillary Clinton. And I think it's going to be very interesting what might happen uh, next November. We'll see. I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? But, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, it could go, go. It could go either way. You never know on that. But uh, true. Uh, All right. I so think, you you like NBC asking him to be on SNL? You're going to watch and you're going to buy double the, uh, the the goods the advertisers are selling, which is your right to do as well. Well, you know what? Uh, I don't like NBC for you know uh, talking to Donald Trump like they did or or firing you know uh, uh, boycotting him from the thing. But it is business. And I think I think NBC saying we're going to get the advertisers, we're going to make a lot of money, and I think that's okay to make a lot. Who cares about if they make a lot of money? It's okay. It's fine to make a profit, and I think that's what they're. Um, I mean, it's it's going to be the most watched SNL. I think going to break records because everyone's going to watch it. Well, that's why they, uh, that's why they invited him, and I do think there'll be people watching who you know can't stand him, yeah. and you know just to that's tune in, true. and people who wouldn't normally watch SNL. I think you got a point there, Jeff. Thank you for the call. Uh, do call thank again, sir. Even though we may disagree politically, we we definitely equal opportunity talk show, and appreciate you joining us. Drive safely. Uh, let's go to um, let's go to Greg and Ithaca dropped. Give us a buzz back there, Greg. You were up next. Diane is in New Mexico on line five. Diane, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, and thank you very much from the great Southwest. I enjoy listening to your show, and I just wanted to state that I am a 78-year-old white woman who thinks that Donald Trump has succeeded in not respecting anybody who isn't a white male, and that scares me. I want a president or a person running for president who likes people who likes the government, who thinks that we need to have a good operating government filled with lots of people who have knowledge and kindness and empathy toward other people. So I usually watch Saturday Night Live. I will not be watching it because he is the host. If he was just on as a cameo part, it would be a different matter. But to have him on as host, I think, is not a good play. All right. Thank you. And thank you for the compliment. Keep listening and do keep calling. It's nice to hear some voices that have never called before. I haven't heard from all of you. If you're holding Hank tight, we're coming uh, to you. Uh, Mick and Greg, uh, you had some trouble with your uh, phones. Give us a buzz back. Those of you holding, hang tight. And when we finish with a call, you're cue to call through, so we do have a line available for you because we've just finished with a couple of calls there. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. We are talking about NBC inviting the Donald, Donald Trump, to host Saturday Night Live. Good or bad idea, Latina, Latinos are up in arms. And some say don't watch and boycott the advertisers. Hell, don't watch anything on NBC. NBC's betting more people will tune in. 
in and that they'll get the ratings that Stephen Colbert and that Jimmy Fallon enjoyed. Pick up the phone to join me. Good or bad idea? Will you be watching? Why or why not? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And should all the candidates left and right be invited? Hillary had a cameo. The Donald might be hosting. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. By the way, do you think NBC will bow down to pressure from the Latino community? Are they going to go forward with their plan? 8886 Leslie. Back after this, follow me on Twitter and tweet me there at Leslie Marshall. Leslie Marshall. Real people, real life, real talk. Give her a call now at 8886 Leslie. Join us, 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537543. Let's go to Mick in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, Mick is back with us, line one. Mick, thank you for rejoining us. Glad to get your phone situation set there. What do you think about the Donald hosting SNL, good or bad idea? Well, quite frankly, NBC is going to do whatever makes them money. Yep. And everyone and everybody in the United States should know that. And be well aware that this is a this is a network owned by General Electric, and General Electric doesn't do anything that isn't in its interest of its bottom line. So the only thing that that uh, logical, intelligent, and fair-minded human beings can do is to just watch another station, okay? Um, and you know, don't buy their products or don't endorse their particular uh, philosophical points of view or anything else. But what I'm more interested in, I live and have lived for 43 years in a minority-majority state, New Mexico, all right? And what I'm very concerned about is that white people like me, I'm a white man, but white people who maybe don't have the opportunity to live around Mexican people, Latinos, Latinas, other people of color from Mexico, Central America, South America, Spain, um, and would somehow in their brain construe that because Donald Trump is a billionaire and he's a big shot, that he knows what he's talking about. Because I can tell you that my experience living with Hispanics and Latinos for more than 40 years that they are some of the most fabulous people on this planet. They're, they're hardworking, they're religious, they're great family people, they're very conversant, they're very friendly. Um, I have taught them in the public schools, I have gone to school with them, I have worked with them, I have hired them and they have worked with me. And I've got to tell you that like any other group of people from anywhere in the world, there are good ones and there are bad ones. But I, for not one microsecond, would pay any attention to a big blowhard 
like Donald Trump, who probably has never known one Latino or one Hispanic in his life. Oh, no, no, he he does uh, as they come in and empty the trash when he ignores them as human beings. Well, that's not knowing them, obviously. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't know. I would agree knowing, yes, very true. And so uh, all I'm concerned about is that that people out there who don't know Hispanics or Latinos well or at all would only hear his voice. Because I got to tell you, I'm, I'm an intelligent, well-educated white man, and I'll, I'll stand up next to Donald Trump any day, and I'll take him on in any situation. He has nothing on me, okay? And I can tell you this, that Donald Trump, Trump does not know what he's talking about. He does not know what he's talking about. And it's that simple. And if people are concerned, they ought to go out and make friends with a Mexican national or an Hispanic or somebody from Spain or somebody from Central America or somebody from South America, because they will soon find out that these folks are fabulous. And that's all I wanted to say. All right. Thank you. I appreciate your call. Uh, Very well said. I appreciate it. Let's go next to um, Scott in Ithaca, line three. Scott, good afternoon. How you doing? I uh, hope you're having a good day and evening. Oh, thank you, Scott. You too. What's your take on this? Well, it's a little tangential, but, um, you know, it's entertainment purposes only. I watch SNL. Um, I sometimes avoid SNL when there's somebody on there that's like a real turnoff. Like I, my daughter used to watch Maui Cyrus when she was on the kiddie shows. She was funny. She was, you know, I can't stand her now. So I, if she's hosting or something, I usually try to avoid it. But, but as far as the show with uh, Donald Trump, you know, it's entertainment, but I, I want to make a comment tangential to that. I know you, I know you support Hillary and everything like that, but I, I want to I want to say that, and it's pretty common knowledge. This is probably one of the most uninformed voting public that has existed, you know, up to this point. I mean, uh, Alan Combs yesterday uh, commented that, frankly, he thinks the American public voting is the voting public is mostly stupid. Um, I wouldn't say mostly stupid, but there's a fair number of people out there, uh, I have relatives even, that are so uninformed about, uh, you know, the real facts. And I want to bring up, and, but people don't bring up specifics. I'm going to very quickly bring up a very specific fact, the TPP. And, and one of the reasons that I'm very Bernie favorable and not Hillary favorable is because of the whole corporate Democrat, Wall Street Democrat kind of thing that we have now, even with President Obama. But like with the TPP, he's been against that. He was against NASA. He was against CAFT. He was against all of the, you know, most of the trade agreements. Sure. Um, you know, but the, the, I'll show you a prime example of something that she knew about. She went to other countries and she promoted fracking. Well, in Ithaca, we're very anti-fracking. But what the TPP allows some of these companies to do is they can pick out, like in Dryden, New York, they banned fracking. It was the first municipality in New York State. And they can come back and say, well, you're violating our right to actually, you know, do this kind of commerce, and we're going to sue you. We're going to actually sue the city of Dryden. And, and it sounds preposterous, but they did it to, like, I think it was Sweden. One of the oil companies tried to drill off, offshore or whatever in Sweden, and they sued, you know, one of the, one of the uh, companies, one of the uh, countries, I think it was Sweden and the Netherlands, and instead of getting sued, they said, well, whatever, go ahead and drill. And, and so those kind of things are built into the TPP. And she was for it for years, for several years. And I know there was excuses made, but that's one of the reasons why progressives are so divided now between Bernie and her, 
and very vehemently, I would say. Um, I'm not, you know, you know, I don't throw venom out, but I'm just saying some of us are so tired of the corporate democracy thing, we should get past that. We're obviously not Trump supporters, but we're, we want a true progressive in the White House, and I think it's hard because some people have blinders on both you know, on both both sides. I think some people have Bernie blinders on, too, because I don't agree with everything he says. But I think people really need to do their homework. They need to start really reading and get more informed on very specific things. And this TPP thing is a very important topic. Okay, interesting. Uh, let me tell you something, though. Another fact is, I guess uh, not a fact but uh, exactly, but if you just look at the numbers that break down, although I love right. Senator Sanders and he's a friend of ours in the show and, you know, he'll right. call him up and he answers and comes on and we love him. He will not win a general election because you're well, not just you're, you're not sure. just you're not just looking at Democrats to vote for him. The people that right. are going to determine this election, um, by the way, you're going to have a much larger female, not just a female, but a female he's been doing well with. But Hillary's been getting those numbers back. She kicks his ass with African-Americans and, and with Latinos and Latinos. You can't I mean, even if you want to ignore female or African-American numbers, you cannot it, they're exploding in a sense, you know, as far as population growth wise um, per capita in this country, you know, far and above any any other group of people. And they vote largely uh, overwhelmingly Democratic and they're overwhelmingly supporting her uh, almost 100 percent compared to a uh, Senator Sanders. One, two, uh, calling wait, calling himself a, a socialist, even though he is and he's being honest, doesn't work with the independent centrist who identifies themselves as sometimes more of a liberal Republican or former Republicans who are unhappy with the current party or who are more socially liberal and democratic, but definitely fiscally and conservative uh, conservatives, uh, fiscal conservatives and more Republican leaning on, on the fiscal landscape. And, and that doesn't get him uh, any, any votes either. And that's where Hillary is more of a centrist than he is and I, could I get and could get those votes. I agree, but the one aspect, and I, I tend to be a little bit fiscally conservative. Like I'll, I'll give an example. I don't, I don't agree with four years of free public college. I agree with getting to the point where we pay for two years of junior college. I absolutely think we can afford that as a country. I think his advisors were wrong to talk to him. They were off base. They should have said, no, don't go for that. You should go for two years of junior college. I think that would resonate with people on the street that you, get, you could get an associate's degree in the United States and have it paid for, but as long as you maintain a certain grade point average or whatever. I think that's doable, but when he goes and he does the four-year public, free public college, it is a turnoff for some people that are fiscally conservative, like myself as a Democrat. All right. And uh, I, uh, I, I'm out of time. If you hear that music, I'm out of time for the show. But you can call me tomorrow. We're back tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. For those that didn't get to my apologies, do call again uh, because we talk about this and other subjects every day. And we really appreciate all of the nice compliments, the listeners, and hearing some new voices out there. Uh, Marky, Mark, and Andrew, my great crew, thank you guys as well. Without you, the show is impossible. I'm Leslie Marshall.